I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. by dispatch today i'm Brittany, and joining me today as always is my friend emily lynn hi emily hi Brittany. how are you i'm okay how are you doing i'm good i just got home from work and i couldn't find any margaritas but it's okay because i'm talking to you i mean they're not naturally occurring yeah but I have like the, the like the mini like pre-made margaritas and like I thought I had one in my fridge. Then I checked my garage and then there were none, so I just gave up. But then I had to get ready to record. How's your week been? It's been alright. Not much going on. How about you? Um it's been good. Well, I know it's Monday, but last week, man, was crazy. Uh my best friend got married and did a lot of wedding stuff, which is crazy. Like, I hadn't been in a wedding in years. The last time I was in a wedding, it was my cousin. She got married, and it, it was very embarrassing. So all three of us, my sister, Rusty, and I had roles in the wedding. My sister was one of the flower girls. There was, like, two other flower girls, I think. Rusty was the ring bearer. And then they gave me a very specific job. Okay. They gave me a bell. And I was supposed to walk down the aisle, ring the bell, and say the bride is coming. What? <laughs> Are you like are you ringing the bell repeatedly? Yeah. Like a town crier kind of thing? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Isn't that the weirdest fucking thing you've even still to this day I'm like I would and you know it would have been cute if I was like maybe like 5 or 6 when I, I was 12. I was 12 years old walking down the aisle with a bell yelling the bra it was the most embarrassing thing you just play music <laughs> the processional starts and everybody knows the bride's coming because the processional is what are you talking who has a bell god i really hope my cousin doesn't listen to this i mean if i were in the like sitting in the audience at a wedding and somebody started ringing a bell like talking how the bride is coming i think i would just start laughing because that is ridiculous i think that's why they had me do it is because they wanted some sort of like comic relief in their wedding and unfortunately i was that comic relief <laughs> that's so weird okay listeners <laughs> if this is something you've ever even heard of before <laughs> let us know because i am i i'm baffled <laughs> But thank God in uh, my friend's wedding, I had a normal job. I was just a bridesmaid. I didn't have to do anything. All I had to do was take pictures, walk down the aisle, have a drink in my hand, and 
make sure that nothing bad happens. And nothing bad happened. It was a beautiful wedding, very small wedding, about 75 people. And it was at this beautiful place. I'm trying to think. I, it was I don't think 75 is that small. Well, it, it is because all the weddings I've been to have been more than like 200 people. And then, yeah, they, they, uh, on the invitation, it's interesting. A lot of people are doing the thing now where all they want is money and no kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. I get that. Thank God, um, the youngest person that came to the wedding was only, uh, 19 or 20. But I could never pull that off. There are too many small children in my family and speaking of small children i went to araj and lorena's wonderful baby shower on saturday and that was fun oh i know man i I saw some pictures from it it was like a good time i can't believe that malik is almost here like (laughs) i still remember when they told me that they were pregnant it's crazy i'm so excited but they're going to be wonderful parents. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anyways, um, of course, after we... Actually, no. Scratch that. I want to get to the big news. On Thursday, it was announced that Star Wars Celebration Anaheim is going to be on August 27th through 30th. Yay! And tickets will go on sale on Friday. And that's $200 less that I will have in my bank account. I've been spending a lot of money lately. But still, it's exciting. Yeah, the nice thing about spending it now is by the time celebration comes, I will have forgotten about spending that money. And so I will talk myself into spending more money at celebration. Like, if I were spending $200 to buy tickets for Celebration, like, a week before Celebration, then I'd be like, okay, I have to be careful at Celebration because I already spent $200 to be here. I mean, plus airfare and all that shit, too. But when you buy everything ahead of time, it's so much easier just to forget about it. Yeah. Thank God I don't have to buy airfare. I only have to pay gas money. Or... Well, no, because I was contemplating whether or not I should just take the train, but I'm going to be bougie and I'm probably going to just like bring just a bunch of dresses because it's going to be hot. So a bunch of dresses, just like 10 times the amount of stuff that I brought last or last celebration because I have a car and I can store things in my car and I'll bring my laptop. So maybe we can actually record something this year. I mean, if we're still doing the podcast. Emily. (laughs) What? It's like over a year. It's over a year away. It's a long time. Things happen. But Emily, we've been going strong for a year. Yeah, but I've been I've been thinking about replacing you. I have some strong applicants. Okay. um, I mean, we can work through this. I mean, uh, first, let me know my competition. Who's my competition? Oh, I don't, I don't know if I should say, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to create any bad blood or anything. If it's Catherine, then I'm fucked because she, (laughs) (laughs) is it Catherine? Catherine's on the list. I have, I have some ideas just in case, you know, just in case. Let me give you a top three real quick. Top three replacements for Brittany. Go. (laughs) Um, Catherine's on the list. I would say I would do a podcast with King Tom. Okay. Or I would do a podcast with Robbo. Okay, so that's my competition is Robbo. Oh, and and Eric Strothers. I know. I was going to say Eric. Okay, so we have Robbo, Eric Strothers, Catherine, and King Tom. All four of those people are way better than me. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, did, did I do something wrong? Like, we can we can talk through our problems, Emily. 
No, it's just, you know, it's it's something that you got to think about. You know, it's always it's always good to to strive to be better. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll try harder, you know, I'll I'll make sure to send you the notes not 2 hours before we record. <laughs> I'll make sure to not last minute change the date and time of our recording. Um, what else will I do? I'll make sure that you don't have to edit the episode down 15 minutes because I banter on about nothing. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll do better. This is progress. I mean, l- look at us. You know, we're expressing our issues and we're talking through it. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll consider it and we'll, we'll talk again and in a couple months and we'll see how your progress is going. We'll do another evaluation. Ooh. Well, anyways, are you excited to come to Anaheim? I mean, not particularly. I'm excited for celebration. Well, I'm excited to see you. I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see everybody, and I'm excited for celebration. I mean, Anaheim is not really on my list, especially in August, but... Yeah, and I mean, I'm excited to see your future possible future co-hosts of Canto Bite Dispatch if, you know, something happens with me, if I just, you know, go off the deep end or something. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, we might, we might have you on like as a guest or something, or you could send an email still. Yeah. I'll, I'll send in weekly uh, voice. I'll be the Blue Harvest's uh, King Tom to you guys. So I'll send in emails every week and then, you know, every now and then I'll so come So here's up. what I've been thinking. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> or um, I'll be the Sithless King Tom, where I'll send in a question and then your you guests have to talk about it. So I'll do like a different theme every week. Like uh, I'll be the theme of like what was Ray doing when she was fifteen on Jakku, and then the next one will be. What do you think Han Solo's favorite meal was? I have a bright future on this podcast. <laughs> Not yeah, and in a in a different capacity. Yeah, because I mean, I gotta shine somehow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want to be like a really good guest contributor or? Or an okay co-host. <laughs> Why am I an okay? What did I do to become an okay co-host? I'm sorry for whatever I did. <laughs> I really don't know what inspired this. I don't know either. I mean, I mean, I'm glad that you're airing out your frustrations so that you know they don't keep you up at night. Because I don't want you tossing and turning at night because you really wanted to tell me something, but you were afraid that it would hurt my feelings or something. Because <laughs> I'm here now. You can just, you know, I'm your punching bag. You know, punch it. Punch it a little bit and, you know, yell a little bit like, ah, you know. Do one no, of those. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Okay. I mean, what did I? I feel like I did something like really bad. Like, did I? I did. Did I forget like an anniversary? I just feel like, in general, you could be like, better. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just definitely in general. Work on it. Okay. Just be less bad. Be less bad. Yeah. Okay. So what do I do that's bad? You know, just like it's a general vibe that you put out. Oh. Just like your whole thing. My whole thing. Like. Yeah, like I think I think look, I think you have potential. Okay. And I think if you, I think if you work you work at it, then then we can, you know, maybe we can work something out. Okay, yeah. But you know, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit of an effort and and you know, I can't make any promises cuz again, I have some I have some really promising leads to follow up on. Okay. I mean, you know, I'll check in with you daily. You know, I'll list out some, you know, ways I can change. You know, maybe we can see a therapist like a podcast therapist who do you think would be our podcast therapist Hawes Hawes I was thinking Hawes too that's perfect so I mean we'll have to sit down one day and you know talk to Hawes about you know our our frustrations with each other 
Yeah, because I mean, Hawes has to deal with Johnny and Mikey, so I feel like Hawes Hawes is good at you know calming people down. Yeah, but I mean, compared to Johnny and Mikey, like you know, I don't I don't think we've ever like actually like fought on the podcast, have we? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Like, I mean, we get into our little, like, disagreements, but we agree to disagree because, you know, that's what couples do is, you know, we agree and then, or we disagree, but then, you know, we move on. Well, maybe, maybe though, maybe that just shows that there's a lack of passion. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm very passionate about your love for Mendo and... I'm very passionate about your love for Star Wars, your love for Twin Peaks, your love for Star Trek, and your love for making this community a better place. It's something that, you know, I personally, you know, struggle with finding the right things to say, but I want it to be known that, you know, I support you, I support the community. And I am honored to be here. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll note that in my file. Perfect. And I mean, like, I don't do those, you know, Twitter threads often. All right? I think never. Because I can never find the words to say. But maybe I'll have to send you some rough drafts of, you know, thoughts I have in my brain. So that... <laughs> That's generally a good place to have them. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna try to be a better person for you, and for okay. us. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, listeners, you can send your applications into us at cantobitepod at gmail dot com, and you'll be considered for the new co host position. Send a resume and a cover letter. Yeah, and I will be there during the interviews, but. I'm not here to... A little little bit awkward. A little bit awkward. I mean, I'll be peeking through the window. But you won't (laughs) see me. But I'm there. But I I just want to see who I'm being replaced with. And how Emily and you will cohabitate together. This was a beautiful conversation. And I'm proud to be part of it. So, Star Wars. We got an announcement at E3 that Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, will be released in 2020. Yeah, and it's like, it's it appears to be, anyway, an entirely new game. It's not like they just are doing a repackaging of the ones they've done so far. It's like its own thing, from what I can tell. I never played Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, and I think I should before purchasing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, because I am so used to the regular Star Wars Lego games. Like, I grew up with those. Those are probably the reason why I got into Star Wars so much was because of these Lego games, because I remember purchasing the prequels of the Lego game, because I think it was my uncle that got it for me. I think it was when, I forget when, it was like early 2003 or something, I could be wrong, but I remember playing the crap out of that game. And even now, like every now and then, I play the complete saga on my Xbox, so I'm really excited. This is my content right here. Um, apparently, according to Kotaku, who was at like the demonstration of the game, it's it's more complex than the past games. Like, there's more um, advanced button combos, and the fighting's a little different. Not quite as as like just straightforward. Hmm. Hitting A over and over again. Interesting. Well, I personally liked 
the simplicity of the Lego games. So I hope it's not going to be too difficult. But then again, I'm talking about a game that's meant for children and I'm 24 years old. Yeah. But then again, Star Wars is for children. And we like Star Wars. I don't know, though. Well, also, it's probably, I don't know, it's also, it's made for, for kids who are playing a lot more video games than I am. That is true, too. Kids play but that, like, Fortnite game, and they have all those dances. You sound a thousand years old. I just, like, Fortnite was just one of those things. I never got into it, and I just don't care to understand it, because it's like, I see all those you know, the dances, like the flossing, because there's this kid that, this is a terrible story, but he created a song about the move, and it's a really bad song. And that's how I know that. There, There's other dances, too. I think they do the Carlton in that. I don't know. I've never seen Fresh Prince of Bel-Air either, so. Oh, man, I have seen so much Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It was actually, like, you know what? It was a really good show. I mean, for what it was, which was a, you know, teenage, preteen comedy. Really good. A lot of those shows were really good. And I feel now, looking back, not that we didn't appreciate them as much, but, you know, that was some good television compared to, you know, some of the teenage shows that are on tv now like i grew up with well there were plenty of terrible ones too i grew up watching do you remember that abc family show the secret life of the american teenager i never saw it i've heard of it it was a wild show now it was one of those like uh soap opery stories like this 14-year-old girl gets pregnant at band camp and then it just you know goes on about her life and the father of the kid's life and everything else goes on in family life and everything is just super dramatic and of, of course young me was really into it and I think it ended around my senior year of high school so that was what I was watching and the Clone Wars <laughs> Uh, well, back to celebration. So, it's the same amount of days as last year. I mean, last celebration. Uh, saying last year, that was like two months ago. Feels like a year. I thought ago. it wasn't. I thought it didn't go to Monday. That's. True. I thought it was just Thursday to Sunday. That is. That's true. Never mind. Well, they probably learned that. I feel like five days for a Star Wars convention was just a little bit too long. Yeah. But, I mean, the nice part about having an Anaheim, I feel like possibly not, like, less traffic, but, I mean, it's easier to find somewhere closer because we stayed, like, what, like, nine, ten miles from the convention center, right? Yeah. And that was like a, you know, expensive Uber ride a day. So, I mean, thank God there's a lot of places that are really close to the Anaheim Convention Center and Disneyland. Because I've stayed in an Airbnb near Disneyland before, too. And it was only like a a 10-minute drive. So, that should be manageable. And plus, you know, we have the downtown Disney district which is great, and that's where everyone is going to be. You will find me at Trader Sam's with a Dole Whip with rum. That's where I'm going to be at night after celebration. Find me, and we'll drink together. You'd like that drink, Emily. Yeah, I like, I like rum. Yeah. Rum is good. I had this, like, Colombian liquor 
the other night that like tasted like black licorice and it was pretty good it wasn't bad like everyone around us was like this is garbage this is gross and rusty and i were like yeah can we get a couple more shots of this it was it wasn't bad i don't like anything i don't like anything that tastes like licorice i like anything i don't like absinthe i don't like sambuca any of that shit keep it away from me i like anything that's not vodka like vodka is like i can never drink vodka like i can never do vodka shots again i can never like if i drink something with vodka in it i i cannot like i don't even want to smell it because the moment i smell it i'm gonna get sick vodka is my go-to i just don't do shots of anything anymore because i'm 35 Hmm. i know people that do shots of things that aren't 35 but that's okay Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get you to take a shot of something. Nah, I just like I don't get the point of them anymore. Like I don't get I don't get I don't drink to get drunk anymore. Because mm. I'm you know again thirty five and have better things to do with my life. Then get drunk. <laughs> well, I mean yeah, or at least like I don't need to get drunk that rapidly. Yeah, I'd rather just have a couple of like good tasting cocktails. Like have a couple of martinis. I mean, if you're like the point of shots is to like get wasted as quickly as possible, and that doesn't really have an appeal anymore. Mm. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I'm glad that we're in Anaheim. We have a date, and that it's you know it's somewhere that I know. It's somewhere where you know I consider my second home. I am in Anaheim, you know, so much, and I'll be there on Wednesday and Thursday visiting Galaxy's Edge. So I that should be exciting. But if anyone has any questions about Anaheim Convention Center or just like the area or where to stay, let me know. Contact me. Message me on Twitter, Canto Brit. I will try to answer all your questions and be as helpful as I can. I want to help you guys make the best of your celebration, vacation. If you want to do Disney, I'll let you know what to do at Disney. I could do like a whole podcast about that, but I don't think anyone would ever listen to that. But I would just say it a million times, go in Autotopia. You can, I mean, you can do one next, like, next time I can't do the podcast, you can do a solo up. Yeah. That would be fun. You do solo episodes so well, though. Like, I just feel like I would go on, like, a, a large tangent. Like, I would actually have to write down notes, like, what I would do, like, the first couple episodes of the podcast. Like, write down, like, an ordered list of, you know, what I should do, what I should say, so I don't go on tangent. I mean, my the first one that I did, I definitely had to redo some of it and edit a whole bunch out. Hmm. I mean, when we're doing the show together, I don't edit much out. I edit out if there's really long pauses or if something potentially libelous is said that we could get in trouble for. But that's about it. But when I was editing my own, there were like whole like chunks of things I was taking out. When I edit, I I do the same, but I feel like mostly I take out things that I say because I'm just like, I shouldn't be saying this or let's not do this, Brittany, you know. But overall, it doesn't take me long or, or if there's technical difficulties like that one we had with lovely Mr. Eric Strathers. I love that guy. Oh my god, Eric is amazing. He texted me the other day and made my day because I was getting ready for the wedding and he was basically telling me everything that was on Taylor Swift's live Instagram uh, story. Where she was talking about her new album, uh, the new song. I forget what else, but 
he made my day. And I really appreciated that. Thank you, Eric. Can't wait for the new album. Yeah, Eric, if you want to, you know, co-host the podcast with me, just let me know. Eric, also let me know ways that I can improve because I respect, and, you know, listeners, let me know. You know, I appreciate all criticism. Oh, jeez, no. We are, we, are, we are not getting that kind of feedback. Because I, I know, Emily. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> Emily, you're the Han Solo, and I'm the Chewbacca. You're saying the words, and I'm just sitting here going like, <laughs> yeah, but people like you more. You're nicer. Dude, no, people like you better. You're the funny one. You're the the smart one. The the funny one. You're the one who the actually has one? things to say. I'm the one who just sits here and says, "Well, the Disneyland capacity today is." <laughs> By the way, I like the fact that your impression of yourself is just as bad as your impression of everybody else. <laughs> That's what I feel like I sound like when I start talking about Disneyland and the fast pass lines. The fast pass system. God, that like that one span of like two months when I wouldn't stop talking about the anyways. But to end that tangent, Eric Strothers is great. And Emily, you are great, too. Uh, you're okay, too. <laughs> I can only say that because you know how much I love. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. If this is your first episode of this show... I seem like such a bitch. <laughs> Although that that could be said for like half of our episodes, so no, I I think you're pretty nice. I think you're kind. I think you're loyal and funny, and you're honest. And I don't think a lot of people are honest, and I know you are. And you say what you're thinking. And that's also something that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people kind of sugarcoat their thoughts. And I like how you just put it all on the table. Like, this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Fuck this. You're stupid. And then, yeah. <sighs> well, uh, shall we move on to the next uh, bit of news? Sure. All right. So this just came out today. And I didn't really read much about it, but uh, Lucasfilm named Rise of Skywalker producer Michelle Rijon, Rijon as the live action development and production supervisor? SVP. I thought, I thought. Senior vice president, but senior I don't know. Senior vice president. So she is the senior vice president of Lucasfilm. Or live action, no, live action development and production. Dude, that's huge. And our lovely friend Kathleen Kennedy said some things about this. She said, working with Michelle over the last seven years has produced her to both The Force Awakens and now Rise of Skywalker. I've seen firsthand her skills collaborating with writers and directors and I've been incredibly impressed with her creative skills and her ability to manage the complexity surrounded these massive projects. I know the importance of building a team that you trust and having fun working with in the paramount of our success. There's an exciting momentum building around the future of the franchise and both myself and the Lucasfilm team look forward to working with Michelle in shaping the future of Areas of story development from theatrical film development to live action content for Disney Plus. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, 
it's sort of hard to know because this is the sort of thing that I have no idea about. Um, always good to see more women in these roles. Now, you know, also get them directing and writing films, please. Yeah. All right. But I do like that they they are specifically mentioning the Disney Plus live action content. And not not just saying uh t- not just saying like shows cuz they mentioned like theatrical film and live action content for Disney Plus so maybe we'll get some movies on Disney Plus. That would be really cool. I mean, I feel like having movies on Disney Plus like Star Wars movies would you know, get the opportunity to know more about the characters that we're so curious about, like Enfys Ness. Even having like a minor like Obi Wan movie because everyone wants something with Obi Wan. You know, maybe going into you know Qui Gon Jinn or something, or just tell some smaller, lower budget stories. Yeah, I'd be down for that. And I mean, we're still getting a third live action series, and. We still don't know what it's about. There haven't been any rumors or anything. No, I mean, beyond the ones we always have for Obi-Wan. Yeah. Every time that we know that there's... Every time there's any new Star Wars product at all. I think that they're waiting for the right time to do this Obi-Wan thing. Because if... Solo would have been done better in the box office. We would have had that Tatooine thing with Obi-Wan and I forget who else was supposed to be in, but that sounded interesting. Hmm. Well, I'm looking up Michelle's uh, IMVD page right now, and she's done a lot. Uh, she did Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens, Star Trek Into Darkness, uh, Super 8, Good movie, Star Trek. Um, she was an assistant to J.J. Abrams in Mission Impossible and Morning Glory. Uh, she did casting for The Office, 41 Virgin, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. So she has a pretty good resume. I'm excited for her. That's awesome. Senior Vice President. I want to be a senior vice president or something. Have you ever been senior vice? Have you, like, when you're in middle school or, like, elementary school, when they would do, like, the whole, hey, vote for me for class president, like, did you ever do any of that stuff? No. I don't even think I ever voted for that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I was, like, vice president of drama club for a year in high school or something. Oh, that's fun. How was that? I mean, I don't I don't even remember if I was, so... <laughs> I have a vague recollection that I was. My senior year of high school, maybe? Maybe my junior year? I don't know. Junior year, I was president of Star Wars Club. But I didn't really do any of, like political things in elementary school or middle school I don't think I was uh not cool enough but in like fourth grade I was like the one of the classroom representatives and I went to like two meetings but then I think the teachers were like why am I staying after school to listen to what kids want and then they stopped doing that yeah that seems like not a particularly powerful position I think it's cute to like eat get the kids to want to improve their school and everything. But it sure, I think it's yeah, but in general it's a fairly it, nothing ever actually is accomplished. I mean, you like organize prom or some shit and that's about it. Yeah, I remember our prom or the prom before us. The seniors took all of, I forget if it was our money or the class below us's money. And they had to fund the fuck for their uh, prom, which was really shitty. 
But school funds, that's just a another hurdle. Wow, he went from uh, resumes to... Uh... What was the... What was the... Did you go to prom? I didn't go to my prom. I went to my boyfriend at the time's prom. Was there a theme? Do you remember the theme? Ooh. No. I need to text my friends to see if they remember. Let me look up. Granite Hills... Prom, 2013. What was your theme? I that's I'm, I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. The first thing that pops into my head is like Hollywood glam or like 1920s or something. Because I feel like those are always like big themes. Under the Sea is a big one. Were you ever like one of those ASB kids? What? Were you ever one of those like ASB kids? I don't know what that is. You don't is. know what ASB is? Okay, so ASB is the Associated Student Body. And they were the kids who were always excited as fuck to be at dances, assemblies, putting signs up at school. They were just excited to do everything for the school, at the school, with the school, in the school. So is this just like student council or what? Yeah. So some high schools, you would just have a whole classroom or like a whole class period dedicated to the associated student body. So there would be a teacher. Yeah, that's not a thing that existed where I went to school. Really? Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, like, they were in charge of, you know, what themes you would have for the prom, for homecoming, and they were always excited as fuck for it. Like, they were the preppiest kids on campus. Which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but... I mean, I just hope it didn't keep them up at night. Because I can see how that can get No, stressful. I think that was just, I think that was just, I think that was just student council. Yeah. Which meant, like, after school or during, like, resource time or whatever the period we had when we had club meetings. We would have all of our club meetings during lunchtime. We went to a charter school. Or, I don't know why I say we. I went to a charter school. And it was a little more stricter. I forget, like, what made it a charter school. Like, we didn't have to wear uniforms or anything. And, like, our teachers would have to go to school each Wednesday, like, two hours before so they can have this, like, big group meeting on how they can make, uh, you know, the school better, teaching better. And, like, each Wednesday we would have – it would be, like, late days because they would always do that, which was interesting. I had an okay time. I had a pretty good time in high school. Like, middle school was fucking awful. But I had a good time. I mean, I played tennis, and that was great. And I did Star Wars Club. Still close friends with, like, the same four people I would hang out with in the library. We would hang out in, like, the back room of the library, and we'd eat ramen. And we would eat these, like, uh, nutrition bars. And they looked like poop, so we call them poop bars. Good times. But. Anyways. Back to Michelle. Good for her. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, we're going back to the topic to say good yeah. for her. Okay, good yeah, for her. Good for Michelle. I'm clapping for you. Um. Well, do you want to get to bed? Watch. Bed watch. Bed watch. We still need a bed watch theme song. I don't know. Eric, this is your moment. <laughs> Make us. A- no, I'm kidding. I'd never ask you to do anything. 
Um, so our bed watch bay for the week is Bosk. What do you think about Bosk? Yeah, this. Okay, for this one that that Dom sent in. Yes, right? Cantabish number one, Mister Dom Legaspi, our friend, and bitch. Who I'm sad because he was supposed to come to New York for work, and then his work is like, no, you're going somewhere else instead. Dude, fuck that. So I, so I don't get to meet Dom, and it's very sad for me. I'm gonna send a letter to his work. I'm sure that'll help a lot. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. So Bosk. Trenjoshian, bounty hunter. The first thing I think of is claws. So, I mean, if you're really into, like, BDSM or something and you like to get, like, scratch or something, perfect guy right there. Because that's a thing, right? You know, people like to get a little scratchy or... Yeah. yeah. I'm personally not a scratcher or like to be scratched. I don't know why I put that out there, but... Hi, I'm Brittany. I don't like to be scratched. I don't even like being scratched by my cat. Who likes to be scratched by their cat? I don't know. I don't even like to be scratched by my cat. I don't know. Like, (laughs) Sweetie, most people, even people who like to get scratched during sex, don't get off when they're scratched by their cat. I don't know people. People are people. Sometimes they like things. Look. I, I'm not saying there's nobody out there, but the I don't even like it when my cat scratches me. I am open-minded to people and whatever they like and don't like. Like, that's how open-minded I am. Like, you know, I think of something like a cat scratching me. Like, I know I don't like it, but I know Philip down the street might like it. Mmm... Okay, I'll say this. In general, I'm in a whatever gets you off gets you off thing. When you're getting living creatures who can't consent to that involved. Emily. Okay, apologies. Apologies. Back to Bosque. I think that... You know, I think he he has the potential to be a nice guy. Like, he wouldn't, like, dip right after. Because you know those guys that, like, you know, you have sex and then they're just like... Or no, like, the guys that, like, have sex and then they immediately just, like, go to sleep afterwards. And you're just laying there like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, I don't think that Bosque is that kind of guy. No, I think he seems more. But he seems better than that. Probably not gonna have a long term relationship with him though, because he's a bounty hunter and he's always going places and doing shit, and being in his little bounty hunter gang. Yeah, I think your like your relationship is gonna be less important to him than Boba Fett. Like, if, like if you're supposed to have like a date or something, and Boba Fett calls him up, it's like, hey, you want to come do this job? It's, sorry, you're not having that date anymore. Like, even if it's your anniversary or something. Well, maybe Bosque is just a really good booty call. Like, you know, let's say, you know, it's Friday night. You're chilling at home, doing nothing. You're looking at your phone, and you think of Bosque. Call him up, say, hey, let's Netflix and chill. And Bosque will, you know, come. Well, no, he'll be, yeah, yeah. But then he'll, you know, he'll say, hey, you know, I have to, I have this assignment that Boba sent me. And, you know, I can only be here for a little bit, but he can do so much in that little bit, probably. All right. So he's like a reptile dude, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, like, he's humanoid. He's got, like, two arms and two legs and, you know, like, vaguely human head. So let's say, let's say he has at least a human-compatible anatomy. Yeah. Do you, I mean, first of all, it's, it's gotta be like scaly, like the rest of him, right? Do you think it's like, like look at his head with the ridges and the little spiny things. Do you think there's anything going, going on there dick wise as well? You know, that's something that we haven't looked into yet is what does his dick look like? 
yeah, I want to know if it's like ridged and spiny, which would not necessarily be a bad thing. It would be texturally interesting at the very least. Okay, so right now I just Googled Bosque dick and I haven't gotten <laughs> um, I haven't gotten anything. I mean, for some reason, I have received a lot of Lego pictures. I guess I don't know, but I, I imagine it to be like scaly, like kind of like a normal penis, but like scaly. I don't know though. I mean, I I think it'd be fine. I mean, I think it'd be manageable, but who knows? Like maybe it might irritate. Like you know how like certain condoms like people are like are allergic, you know, to like a sheepskin or latex mm-hmm. or latex yeah, or like, whatever. Maybe yeah. like I'm not saying that someone could be like allergic to his dick, but like. Like hopefully, like nothing, nothing's too scaly or too scratchy. But I mean, but also he's like a reptile yeah. man. I mean, it's not a, yeah. I mean, it's not a place where you want scratches. Yeah. Cause that's how infections happen. Yeah, we we don't want that here. We we don't. You want safe sex. Yeah, scratches are for the outside of the body. If you're into that. Yes. I don't know, but overall, I don't think that Bosk would be, like... He, he wouldn't be, like, the best, but he'd be... I think he puts some effort in. He seems like a man that would try to do his best. Not, like, relationship-wise, but sex-wise. And I respect that. I'm trying to get a close-up on Bosk to see what the teeth situation is oh yeah biting too yeah hmm. i think we see bosk in the clone wars here let me see yeah, yeah yeah he's got some pointy teeth they're not like vampire fang pointy but they they look they look pretty sharp yeah I mean, maybe to, like, avoid anything, he wear, like, a mouth guard or something. No, I'm okay with the biting. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think he has... I don't think he's one of those reptiles with, like, a venomous bite or anything, so... Does he have a long tongue, too? You know, it doesn't say. Uh, Bosk... Okay, so it's got a forked tongue. It looks like. Ooh. Okay. Or, or but but that could just be the fan art that I'm looking at. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. I mean, forked tongue would be not surprising on a on a reptile creature. I don't think it's as long as. Masamitas. Oh god, no. Nothing's as long as that. I wonder how Chris Fresh would uh, rate our dirty scale on this episode. I don't know. It's, I don't think it was that dirty. Well, no, I was just, I mean, like, for just the bed watch segment. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you're going to ask him. He's not shy. I am, though. <laughs> we were just recording a segment about whether or not Bosk has spines on his dick. I'm not shy with that. Like, I am very open with my sexuality and womanness, but sometimes I'm afraid to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> Like about about sex or just like in general, like you're afraid of Chris Fresh. I, mean, I am terrified of Chris Fresh. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. I have nightmares. No. <laughs> uh, very frightening man. 
Uh, no, Chris, you're awesome. Hi. I'm not afraid of you. I'm just shy. Hello. It, it took me like six months to like talk to Emily for the first time. So like I knew of Emily like when I first got onto Star Wars Twitter and I didn't talk to her until like uh, uh, what was it? It was one of Steele's uh, call-in shows. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I saw Steele the other day. How's he doing? He's good. Uh, he was with Harrison and Jackie. And Harrison's getting big. He's like smiling and stuff. Aww. He's cute. Yeah, he's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, it's always nice seeing Steel and Jackie and Harrison. It was nice seeing everyone. I always love hanging out with all the, the Star Wars people. Like, it, it just, it's, you know, it's it's one of those things where... It, it just makes me so happy, you know, like sitting down with everyone talking and it just it's there's nothing better than being comfortable with the people you're surrounded with. And I'm very thankful for that. But back to Bosk, back to Bosk sex. Um, do you think he has like a sex pack or anything? Like, what do you think his body type is like? Uh, I think I would say. I would say pretty toned. I mean, it, I mean he's got a he's got a hard job, and he we know he fights pretty well. Yeah. So he's got to be fairly toned. It's not like it's not ripped like gym bro ripped. Like I don't know if I don't know if that's possible for um for reptiles. But, but no, I think I think he's in good shape. I hope so. I mean, not that I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I hope so for for when this com- when this comes up for the time when Bosk and I, or when I get, you know, nah. Have you have you told Carlos that you're leaving him for Bosk? I mean, not yet. I haven't, you know, we haven't discussed. We we've discussed Bosk, but I haven't, you know, and you know, maybe it can just be like the three of us, you know, like I don't have to leave him for Bosk. Like we can just cohabitate together. Hello. Hello. Okay, I thought I lost you. <laughs> I'm here. I was, okay. I, was, I was talking about no my my like I I set my phone down and it hit a key on my laptop and then my computer went black. So oh cool. Well, basically, I was just saying that I can be a polygamist with Carlos and Bosk. So oh, okay. yeah, we can all live together. You know, like Bosk can you know like just chill with us. You know, he he can be our third. I think it'll work out great. I'm going to talk to him about this right now. <laughs> okay, I'm sure he'll be thrilled. <laughs> oh. He's a good man. Boss cannot. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Carlos. And, and Boss could be a good person. Maybe. But do you have anything else to add about our man Bosk this week? No, I think I'm Bosked out. Nice. All right. Well, thank you, Kento Bitch Number One, for the Bedwatch recommendation. We had fun with Bosk, and we've come to the agreement that, yeah, he's he'd be fun. He'd be a good time. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, if anyone has any Bedwatch recommendations, or you know, any of our segments, you know, if you want to do like a fuck Mary kill or top three. Email us. Let us know. And then I think we have a, an email, too. Okay. All right. We have an email from Rabia, and it is about live-action uh, Star Wars TV. 
Hello, Canto Biters. I hope you are doing well. With Bob Iger saying there will be three live-action Star Wars TV shows, what would you like to see is the third one. I personally want a Guavian Death Gang show with a lot of well-choreographed hand-to-hand fight scenes. Okay, you're going to have to help me up with the pronunciation of these. Uh... Oh, the, yeah, there's no way. Oh, fuck. Eco Uyas and Yayan Ryan were so un- underused in The Force Awakens, and those two should get to come back and actually play developed characters. Anyway, keep on podcasting, Rabia. Um, first off, Rabia, I'm sorry I totally butchered the pronunciation of those wonderful actors names but um i mean we kind of touch up on this a little bit of you know talking about you know i want an obi-wan or you know something before the phantom menace you know with the whole jedi order but emily what would you like I mean, I've talked before about wanting my my young Tarkin show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, in general, I would like something away from what we have now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, not about the rebels. And just sort of like making its own place in the galaxy, which actually you could sort of get with um, with Robbie's idea, even though it is, you know, centering you in this same time period that we can't seem to get away from. You'd at least would be having a very like different thing. Yeah, like you'd be following this, you know, game criminals and stuff. Although, if we already have a bounty hunter show and a spy show, I don't know. That is one of the things. Like they're they're not. It's what it's and Star Wars does is a lot. Like those characters. I mean, as much as they're even characters, you know, there's like one guy who talks. We get him for a little bit. They're really interesting, and there's obviously could be so much backstory there, like sort of like how with the EU has developed anyone who ever appeared on screen in Star Wars into having some super complicated and some often ridiculous backstory. But you could definitely get some interesting stuff out of those guys. And there was some good fighting there and, you know, some guys who have really good fight training and could do something cool. Yeah. And I like their uniforms. I like the red too. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that I want. I mean, I completely trust Lucasfilm on, you know, whatever they decide to do, whoever they decide to, you know, choose to direct it, choose a star in it. Like, I'm just happy we have Star Wars. So, you know, I could say for like 75 years what I want, but, you know, I'm going to respect that. Sometimes... You know, I really want, you know, Obi-Wan. I might I might actually not actually get Obi-Wan, even though that's been like the rumor for so many years, which is why I almost don't think we're never we're ever going to get Obi-Wan. Well, I think that's sometimes. But. Who knows? But thank you for the email. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So. I think that covers it. I don't think anyone else emailed us. Um, if you did, I'm sorry we missed you. Uh, well. 96. And next time we record, you'll have been to Galaxy's Edge? Yes. So you'll have a full report? A full report and a full report from a Paul McCartney concert. They'll, nah, I'll, I'll talk about it for like five seconds. I also saw Frankie Valley yesterday. How was that? It was fun. I mean, parents had fun. My sister memorized 
the whole set list so she knew like every single song and I had to do that for Paul McCartney so I'm excited because I hear that he's only doing like 25% Beatles and the rest of Wings and uh, his solo shit but still it should be fun but I'm more excited for Galaxy's Edge but still Paul McCartney man what a week but yeah, I'll have the Galaxy's Edge review next week. And I can't wait to share that with you. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and share the new porgs that I'm getting. Exciting. Very exciting. My family is growing. <laughs> Anyways, Emily, where can you find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. You can email us at CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Wonderful. How about you? You can find me on Twitter as CantoBrit and Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. And yeah, we are. Uh, Four away from 100. Well, now technically three because this episode is ending. So we have to figure out what to do for 100. But until then, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a canto bitch. Brittany the Jinch and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, canto bitch number one. All my girls